Hi, I'm Holden Sherman from Miles of Sports Podcast, and today on Mile 10, I'm going to give my AFC division standings for the AFC North and East. Coming in first in the AFC East, I have to no surprise, the Buffalo Bills. This offseason, they only got better. In the first round, they helped um, themselves on defensive end by drafting Greg Rousseau, um, just solid out on defense and helps with their defensive line, along with Mario Addison. And, you know, they got Jerry Hughes at linebacker. Um, they also got the White brothers, Tredavious uh, White and his brother. And those both players are very good players. Um, and on offense, they added Matt Breida, who had speed to their backfield, along with Zach Moss and Devil, Devin Singletary, because I feel like they're um, their their backfield needed a little bit of oomph, and I think Brita could possibly give even more to them. I mean, they were an elite team last year. They lost to the the Kansas City Chiefs in the conference championship game, and you know the Chiefs have been to the Super Bowl two straight years. So I don't really see the the Bills uh, getting worse this year, especially the fact that nine out of the seventeen opponents um, they have this year went under five hundred. In 2020, and I think that will help them too, as well. They also added Emmanuel Sanders, who not only is another wide receiver target for Josh Allen, but he also adds some veteran experience as he was in the Super Bowl less than two years ago with the San Francisco 49ers. And back in 2016, he won a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos, so he can give some championship experience to possibly help the Bills get over the hump and possibly beat the Chiefs this year in the conference championship and, or maybe get to the Super Bowl. Um, and I also thought getting Josh Allen's contract extension done before the year is a good way to mitigate issues during the season as it could purely be about football and not be as much about money. And I think a combination of Sean McDermott doing a really good job and the fact that a lot of Bills players are really hungry to get back to um, the conference championship game and do even better. I think the the Buffalo Bills will just do as just as good as they did last year and maintain their number one spot in the AFC East. The team I have in second is the New England Patriots. They retooled to me this year, this offseason, and it wasn't as much of a drastic change. Going into 2020, Tom Brady left, which obviously was a major deal, and um, six players opted out of um, the 2020 COVID season, um, and that really hurt them as you could, you could see it. Um, and then especially including Patrick Chung, who, who is retired now, but Dante Hightower, um, they get back as, as, um, as well as they sign Matthew Judon on defense, which will really help them. And I've read positive things about how Judon is, is playing in training camp. The O-line is retooled. Trent Brown is back. Um, Shaq Mason had COVID during the year last year, so he wasn't as strong the whole year. Um, so Shaq Mason will be even better this year. Um, the two tight end formula I really like. I think that Cam Newton really likes having two tight ends back in uh, Carolina um, when he had Ian Thomas and when he had Greg Olson and Chris Manhurts, and I think that will really help. And I like how both John New Smith and Hunter Henry are both really elite blockers. Um, they can really they can score a lot of touchdowns, and they can they can also be great receivers too in the middle of the field. So I think that really helps them. Nelson Aguilar, yeah, I know he has drop issues, but I think that um, 
his speed will be really be helpful to the um the 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 New England Patriots. And I think overall, I, I think Cam Newton will start for them. They have obviously the best coach in football, um, in my opinion, in Bill Belichick. They still have Josh McDaniels. I, I think the Patriots will be back in the playoffs this year with much more stability and much more certainty than they did the year, the year before. The next I have the Miami Dolphins in third. They did a lot to help Tua Tungavioli out this uh, this offseason um, by s- signing Jalen Waddell and Wolf Fuller. It gave Tua more weapons to go along with Devontae Parker. And I think that will really help Tua out as, you know, it'll make him even more of a dual-threat quarterback because teams will be less likely to blitz as much, I would assume, if they have such elite targets. Um, and then they also added Malcolm Brown for depth in their backfield to go along with Miles Gaskin, who had a really, really, really solid 2020 season, and I think he'll build on that. They signed Shaquem Griffin, um, help, helps their de- uh, defensive backfield, and they resolved their Xavier Howard problems, and I think that will really um, help catapult them um, to be even better this year, even if their record doesn't indicate it. Um, the Patriots, like I said, got much better this year and have much more stability. So the Dolphins going from second to third doesn't necessarily mean that they're having a worse year to me. They also have a harder schedule this year because they, they finished in second last year, and I believe they play seven out of 17 opponents who were over 500 last year. I think the Dolphins are heading in the right direction. Do they make the playoffs? I'm not sure, but I do think that, you know, you have two a time. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick not being there helps him a lot. I thought sometimes, you know, Although Fitzpatrick helped them win a lot of games, you really saw in that last game versus the Bills, even though the Bills were going to win that game either way because they scored 56 points, and when a team scores 56 points, they're basically guaranteed to win. I think Tua was not as confident as you would have liked to see in a quarterback, and I think it's because of games like the Raiders uh, versus the Raiders um, late in the season in December last year where, you know, the Dolphins were in win-now mode, and they just put in Fitzpatrick, who's better in those situations than Tua is at his age. And I think, as a result, that cost Tua a lot of learning experiences and a lot of um, learning, like, mental growths that he was not able to attain this year. And I, I think Jacoby Brissett is a really good backup, but I don't think he'll, he has the ability to take Tua's spot um, during um, a game like Fitzpatrick did. Um, so I think the Dolphins are heading in the right direction. I really, 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 really like Brian Flores, and I think he's done a really, really good job motivating the players um, in in Miami, and I think he'll continue to do so this year. And then in last place, to no surprise, I have the New York Jets. They're rebuilding. Um, Mekhi Becton was re- a nice, solid first-round pick in 2020, and they added Zach Wilson, and I think that will help. And I liked I liked the Corey Davis signing. Um, he had a really good 2020 year um, as a really big target, and I think he really showed why he was a first-round pick uh, this past season with the Titans. Um, and I think he'll be a really nice help to Zach Wilson. Um, they have Quinn and Williams still. Um, they drafted Carter out of uh, Michael Carter out of North Carolina in I think the fourth round last year, and I think he'll be a, a really good running back for them. Um, defensively, though, I got a lot of questions about them. Um, no Carl Lawson, as he um, hurt him. I think he tore his Achilles last week or tore his ACL. Very tragic, as he was. Um, there were positive reports coming out of him, um, coming out of his play in training camp this year, and it's really tragic. But I just overall think, you know, rookie coach and Robert Sala, um, rookie quarterback, 
I, I don't see the Jets doing well. Like, like they they did not do well the last year, and I don't expect that to change this year. Um, and first, in the AFC North, I have the Cleveland Browns. They have some of the best depth in the league at almost every position. To start, they have, like, the best offensive line in football. Um, uh, they have just so much depth um, at that position. And on top of it, they have the best running back tandem to me in the NFL with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is more of your traditional running back. Mostly, he's he's better with rushing the ball. And Kareem Hunt is a, a great pass catcher. And I think that um, duo is really, really, really lethal. And I think Baker Mayfield's going to take more strides this year as, you know, he can come into this year saying, I won a playoff game. Um, I only lost by six to the Chiefs. I think if I'm Baker, I'm coming in with a lot of confidence. And if I'm Baker, I'm trying to play for a contract. And I don't think Baker will be a distraction uh, with his contract. I think he knows he's going to get it. It just depends on when. So I don't really think that will be looming over the Browns as much. They'll get Odell Beckham back at some point um, this this season, and I think that will help them. Um, and if he doesn't, I bet they'll just trade him because Jarvis Landry was much better, and the offense as a whole was much better. Well, the receiving game was much better as a whole when Beckham wasn't playing. The running game was good either way. The receiving game will be much, much better um, with Landry, and if it's not better with Beckham, I just I just think they'll trade him. Um, and on on defense, they added John Johnson, one of the best safeties in the NFL to me. And I think that will really, really, really help them. They also added Greg Newsom. Um, and, you know, they have Miles Garrett still. They added Jadavion Clowney. The The Browns have just a lot of depth for me uh, to me. And I think that they're in a win-now position. And I think because of that, you're going to see the Browns be a 12-4, and 12-5, um, possibly 13-4, 11-6 type of team who is overall really deep and just and has little to no holes. Um in second place, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I thought they did a really good job this offseason surrounding Lamar Jackson with um, targets, um, wide receiver targets. Rashad Bateman, I know he's been hurt recently, but I think he'll be okay for the start of the season. I think he was a great pickup for the Ravens in the first round, a great way to kind of utilize um, uh, utilize that first-round pick. Um, they also um, – I like the signing of Sammy Watkins as a long ball threat. I'm not very confident on how well he'll play from a game-to-game basis because he is sometimes very inconsistent. Um, he'll have games where he has three touchdowns and 150 yards, and then he'll have other games where he won't he he won't do much at all. Um, I think Marquise Hollywood Brown made a lot of strides in the right direction this past year, especially especially late in the season. And I think as a result of that, I expect the I expect the Ravens um, wide receivers to be much better. J.K. Dobbins will take another step forward with Mark Ingram off the team. Um, they still have Gus Edwards in the backfield, and they have obviously Lamar Jackson, um, the 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 best running uh, quarterback in the NFL. They added Kevin Zeitler, good um, good offensive line depth. Overall, I, I expect the Ravens to be very very solid once again. And then the team I have finishing in third in the AFC North is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they'll take a step back this year, but I still see them being over 500 as during Mike Tomlin's tenure as the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steelers have not finished under 500 once. And I expect that to continue. Big Ben looks um, very good 
Um, he said he lost a lot of weight and um, in the offseason, he looks very motivated to kind of prove a lot of people wrong as a lot of people were talking about how the Steelers should trade for a quarterback or start Dwayne Haskins. And I think he's motivated to kind of prove all those people wrong. Najee Harris as a first round pick will be really good. I think he'll really fit in and compensate for the loss of James Conner. I think he'll be really good in the backfield catching balls for Ben Roethlisberger. And I know that the Steelers offensive line got much worse, um, but they signed Trey Turner to kind of compensate for the loss of penalty. Um, and I think that will that will that will help them to an extent. The Steelers are always well coached. I'm not concerned about them losing Bud Dupree on defense, as they always find a way to um, always find a way to have a great defense. So I'm very confident in that. Overall, I, I expect the Steelers to be a solid team. Do I expect them to be the 11 and 0 Steelers they were from the 2020 season to start the year? No, I don't. But do I expect them to be um, a very respectable team that? Um, you don't want to play in, in, in December or if they make the playoffs in January? Absolutely. And then in last, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. I like the drafting of Jamar Chase in the first round. A lot of people were doubting it because they really wanted to see the Bengals get Joe Burrow a lot of protection, but they drafted offensive linemen um, in the later rounds, I believe, and I think that will help them a lot. Jesse Bates is one of the best defensive players in football. They also signed Trey Hendrickson from the New Orleans Saints, who was a force last year. And I think um, Zach Taylor will be more comfortable with Joe Burrow, as this will be the first year Zach Taylor will be the coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, where he'll have the same quarterback for two straight years. And I just think overall the Bengals um, rely on a big question is Joe Burrow's health. But I think that um, if he if he maintains being healthy, he's got a lot of um, – Wide receiver targets. CJ Uzmana comes back this year from his torn ACL at some point. Um, T. Higgins was great last year for the Cincinnati Bengals, and they have Tyler Boyd. I think overall the Bengals will make a lot of strides, even if it won't show it in their record. I'm Holden Sherman from Miles of Sports Podcast, and my predictions for the winner of the the AFC North and the AFC East winners are the Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns with the Baltimore Ravens coming in second in the North and the Patriots coming in second in the North coming in third in the North. I have the Steelers and in the East, I have the Dolphins and in last place in the North, I have the Bengals and in last place in the East, I have the New York Jets. See you all on mile 11. Have a nice day.